Christopher Nolan might be the most popular director alive. So with the recent release of Oppenheimer, we thought there's no better time than now to decide once and for all what his best film is. In our opinion, of course. That's right, we have dead wives, we have in-camera work over CGI, but some really good use of CGI, mm -hmm. and non-linear storytelling to get into and dissect. These 12 films in our contest will go up against each other, and we will crown one winner. So here's the full list of the 12 films we'll be talking about. They're seeded through their ratings over on Letterboxd. But without further ado, let's get into round one. In round one, we have uh, two films coming out, uh, uh, what, like five years apart from each other? Mm -hmm. uh, we have the excellent war film Dunkirk. And I guess the least popular Batman movie... Oh, look at that. Oppenheimer poster. <laughs> it's a Dunkirk poster. I got you. Uh, a film by Christopher Nolan. And have you got one for all of these? Not for all of them, but for eight Oh, of them. okay, cool. Uh, and we have, uh, as I said, probably the least popular Batman that movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's quite... I think it's shut on for no reason, in my right. personal opinion of the trilogy. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's not as strong as The Dark Knight, but obviously that's a that's an excellent film uh, in exactly. the world of superhero films. So it had a lot to follow up on, uh, but I've come to actually like it over time, funnily enough. Yeah. Which I will probably talk about that uh, quite a bit during these movies because mm. this week while watching them all, I've started to love some way more and like some way less. So... Interesting. You okay. I, I thought I already kind of knew what your rating was. So uh, I'm going to, this, this is going to be a lot of fun because I had the same experience going through, but I just kind of was like, yeah, that guy was onto something when, it ga when he gave them that rating. And I pretty much didn't change a single thing. Have you uh, made a list on Letterboxd of like, your personal top? I do. I films? do. They, they okay, cool. List. At the end, I haven't seen. I haven't seen it. At the end, mm -hmm. I've also got one, but mine's private, so I know you can't see it. Mm -hmm. I want to share share lists. I want to see where our rankings are overall. Well, like personally, because this is us yeah. combined coming together. For exactly a coming together. Quite on set. And uh, I feel ranking, like, but yeah. Yeah, and I feel like we're saying goodbye to the Dark Knight Rises. Because uh, I know that you really like Dunkirk, but maybe it's one of the films that you don't like as much on the rewatch. For me, at least, it is a really easy pick for Dunkirk. I'm actually surprised that it's like uh, ranked number eight, really low in his whole mm. filmography. Uh, yeah, uh, but, but my pick definitely goes to Dunkirk without a question. You as well? Or where do you land? Well, you might be onto something there, Ewan, because... I'm also picking Dunkirk. Ah, okay. uh, psych, not picking Dark Knight Rises. I'm not an idiot. Dunkirk is the superior film. Mm -hmm. It is a hour and 45 minutes, I think, of just the best pressure and uh, claustrophobia mm -hmm. I've ever experienced in a film. I'll be talking about uh, Dunkirk a bit more in the next round when it has a pretty tough opponent. Uh, <laughs> but... Yeah, for me, it's also a really formative uh, cinema-going experience, but I'll get into that a bit later. The Dark Knight Rises, I think, like you said, is a bit overhated. Uh, it does have a bunch of good components, uh, but it never really hits the highs of some of his other films uh, by yeah. any stretch of the imagination. Okay, all right. Are you ready for round two? Uh, I, I don't have I don't have to the, the posters <laughs> ready. Uh, shit, <laughs> you did intro. I also only have 
for one of these two. Uh, okay, so uh, posters. Uh, posters. Ewan has one of these posters, uh-huh. uh, and hopefully it's the better of the two. It, so yeah. in round two, we have Inception and Nolan's previous release. This is obviously recorded post-Oppenheimer release, but mm-hmm. uh, we also have Tenant in this race. Tenant yeah. and Inception. Uh, I think this is going to be another easy one, Ewan, yeah. because, uh, man, Tenant was a mess. I watched Tenant last night, and I had to stop it like five different times just because I was so bored. Um, and, I, uh, and I never I get it. Decreased never is my like rating. That. I increase. I decreased my rating as well. Mine was at a seven. Now it's at a six. I might even go further it down. It took me two seatings, two seatings to watch it uh, yeah. because it was it, there. I don't know what it is. There's always something about Nolan's films that hook you in. Yeah. There There's wasn't no anything with Tenant that no. hooks you in. Mm-hmm. Uh, could it be just while not to diverge into why Tenant was kind of mid, but uh, could it be because it moves around too much? It moves around quite a bit. I think it is, uh, in a sense, too confusing without having anything like to show for it. When his other movies do jump around a bit, there is a reason for it. Sometimes uh, we'll, mm. we'll talk a bit more extensively about that in our Oppenheimer review, but um, the way that it jumps around also feels like like you wonder why. Uh, and for yeah. for most in most cases, Nolan really brings it together by the end. So you feel like it was all uh, justified. Here, uh, with Tenet, I just didn't feel that at all, that it in any sort of way was justified to be like this confusing. And it's funny we say it jumping around is like the worst part because Inception does the same thing, but it's yeah. justified jumping around. You know exactly. why they're all of a sudden in the middle of a mountain range vault and then you're in an airplane like it makes sense where these scenes go but tenant has that that mess so that is why i'm picking inception mm-hmm. as my pick in round two of course of course we got to Man, this chair is getting tenet. squeakier and squeakier by the week i think i need to like put some I wd-40 think on this thing. you said that like three weeks ago <laughs> yeah this this chair is getting really squeaky i think it's time to upgrade i need to get i think i need a new chair round three i only have one poster oh, uh, int- i well. i can introduce uh yeah. so round three is the beginning of the batlin not bad christopher, christopher <laughs> man the, cri- the christening of the bat. Batter for Nolan. It's the beginning of the Batter for Nolan mm-hmm. trilogy of Batman movies. Uh, Batman Begins versus the Al Pacino X Robin uh, Robin Williams uh, film Insomnia, yeah. which is also uh, one of his really early films. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2002 Insomnia came out. 2005 yeah. was Batman Begins, if I'm not mistaken. So- sounds correct. There's no way. There's think, no Ewan? way. There's no way to fact check if that's actually correct. So, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I think uh, Insomnia is one that is overlooked a bit in his filmography, mm. but also overlooked for, I, mean, I think, a reason. Uh, when you compare it to the rest of his filmography, it, it just doesn't really hold up to to the rest of it. Uh, I think he does a origin story for. Uh, Batman really well and really like there's no like super inventive way that he does it and it's one of the films Mm. where he is doing it all pretty much uh, linearly Uh, he does the same thing I think in Insomnia as well 
I'm between the two um, with, <laughs> I mean, Pacino's great. Pacino's great in it. I think he, he, he uh, gives a pretty solid performance, but it, much like Tenet, it doesn't have that hook that actually makes me makes me care. Uh, so it feels like an attempt to do a really great Fincher-like thriller, but it never really actually gets there. What, what do you think, Govind? I challenge you. I challenge you on the hook thing because I feel like there is a hook to the film, but I agree with the fact yeah. that I still don't care. There is yeah. a hook to make you watch this into watching there Insomnia, is. but yeah, sure. I don't really care about either of the two characters. Uh, I think that it's a, a good performance piece from Robin Williams, uh, and I think that it's one that people kind of forget sometimes. I think most people go, Robin Williams, great for his comedy and really great for Goodwill Hunting, but they kind of forget about this one where he's a bit of a, a maniac, which is, you know, fun to see someone who's so comedic in a serious role. Yeah. And that, that's, However, yeah. yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. And that shift didn't fully work for me of how like, how, like it becomes a... It had a mouse game a bit more with manipulation and like, you know, the further states of insomnia that Al Pacino experiences. It just like lost me by the end a bit more. Uh, where I liked the ideas that it had. I think Nolan does that pretty well. We'll talk about that, I think, with Interstellar quite a bit. Like how dark some of his stories get, even still being like, while still being pretty mainstream approachable. Like it, it's towing the line that quite well and insomnia has some interesting ideas but it just like never manages to fully successfully communicate them to me so i i'm actually engaged and i actually care a lot i, I think it's still a solid film like this would be a, a better film in a lesser f filmmaker's filmography but compared to all of the rest i think e even to batman begins uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with batman begins batman begins for me, unfortunately, isn't as great as it could have been because I guess at this point they didn't know whether they wanted to go cartoonish Batman or into the more realistic Batman because right. the Gotham that we're introduced to is the most Gotham that it looks in the whole trilogy and mm -hmm. it gets a bit more realistic as you get to The Dark Knight Rises, yeah. which is now out of this race. But Batman Begins, as you said, is a great origin story. It's really fun it's enjoyable to watch and honestly christopher nolan killed it everyone enjoys the batman trilogy but the dark knight always takes the top but batman begins is a solid solid opening so my vote also goes to batman begins all right that means batman begins advances insomnia it's going back to sleep uh, and we have our next matchup in round four. By the way, because there's, uh, instead of 16, there's only 12. That means that a couple of seats, four movies in total, already are in the second round uh, by default, you know, by the higher higher rating, which surprisingly is like that Inception is not in the top four of, of most like Nolan films. But I guess it's with Oppenheimer shooting up the ranks. Anyways, round four, Lachlan, introduce us to the two films that are competing in this round. We have... In round four, the film that kind of made Nolan Nolan, and that is Memento, Memento. a film about a person who has short-term memory loss mm -hmm. and is the introduction to multi-timeline editing in Nolan's films. Yes, don't believe his lies. Up next, we have the film that made Nolan Nolan, a film about a man who has short-term memory loss and basically put Nolan on the map. Uh, and this is the film that got his introduction 
into the film world for his non-linear storytelling. Mm -hmm. So in uh, round four, we have Memento, the film that made Nolan, Nolan. (laughs) How many times are you going to let me do this? (laughs) I was going to play into it. (laughs) Oh, okay, cool. I was just going to keep going pretending I had to say. Okay, cool. Uh, Anyway, I'm going to stop that. So uh, (laughs) Memento, short-term memory loss, put Nolan on the map. Yeah. <laughs> Non-linear storytelling. Everyone was like blown away back in 2000. Uh, up against away. the following. By it's... the way, Ewan, I didn't watch the following because mm-hmm. I didn't realize we we're meant to watch the following. I watched everything else, but yeah. whatever. Uh, we had a I'm putting Memento here. first. Really? I don't care about the following. It's Memento. Just mm-hmm. put it up there. I'm, you're going to agree as well, right? Yeah, yeah. There's no discussion needed. No. Well, Move on. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're moving on. Uh, the only thing that I would add is that, like, the following <laughs> is really a non-budget film. Um, and, I mean, Nolan talks about it in a way that, like, you know, for a good movie, you don't... Like, anyone can make a good movie even with no budget. And I think it's a solid first entry, but it, it never stands up to any of those these other films that he's made. But it's, it's, uh, it's a in- nice introduction. Uh, to see someone like who goes on to do different things, do something so bare bones. Uh, but let's get to uh, round two, Lachlan. Some, oh my God, this first matchup in round two. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Round I don't two, know. match five. All right. I realize I've been calling them rounds and we should be calling them matches. Matches. Hey, yeah. Uh, uh, that, that's my bad. I actually called them rounds. Uh, but... That's fine. Who cares? Uh, round two, match five. We have the Dark Knight versus... Dung Kirk. Woo! This is a spicy one, you This is a spicy one. I'm disappearing because they take uh, front and center in this debate. I actually, like, I don't know. Depends on the day where I lean on this. No, actually, I do have a favorite, but it, it is, like, it's a small margin. And I feel like that's that with a lot of these films. A lot of these, pretty much all eight of these films that we're going to talk about. There could be a really solid argument made for that, that they could be uh, the best. Um, I mean, one of our earliest episodes, Lachlan, episode 23 of the Quiet Unstead podcast, we basically debated about these films minus Oppenheimer. Uh, and what did we have in? I guess we had The Dark Knight Rises in here as well. But that was our discussion. And uh, we made the same points there that, like, you know, any of these could, could be someone's favorite and there's a le- legitimate claim to it. But between the war film that uh, was a really formative experience to me, like I even, I watched this, get this, I watched this movie dubbed because it was the only theater that was playing it near me. So I had to watch it in German, dubbed. Uh, But still the experience of uh, the mix and the war, uh, I, I distinctly remember going outside and then chatting to my mates and was like, that was one of the greatest films I've ever seen, the, what it did with sound. And it was the first time I was actually paying attention to sound. And for that, I'm voting The Dark Knight. <laughs> what about you, Lachlan? That's an interesting one. Yeah. Because uh, you completely misdirected me, you bastard. I see uh, that's what it feels like. A yeah. classic quote from The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Uh, I remember watching both of these films for the first time. And being blown away, blown away. Oh, I'm getting emotional. These films are making me emotional mm, because they are we love that. both incredible works. This is oh, difficult, yeah. man. This is difficult. This Look, this could be a final, to be honest, for me. I love Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. I, I I have Dunkirk, and I'm just gonna double check this before I lie. Both of these films 
for me are five stars. Yeah. Uh, both of these films for me are five stars on mm-hmm. Letterboxd. I love them for different reasons. I yeah. think that the The Dark Knight is absolutely incredible mm-hmm. uh, from a comic book adaptation point of view, a superhero movie point of view, yeah. but also as a film, as the middle point in this character's story. Mm-hmm. I think it's... Uh, it's a beautiful introduction to Joker, Harvey Dent, and Batman, and this and 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 this sort of love triangle that these three kind of have. It's it's a, such a great story, and mm-hmm. it puts you on the edge of your seat the entire time. But it was outdone by Dunkirk, mm. and this is where I get a little bit nervous because yeah, I think Dunkirk is is solid throughout. It's tense. It's terrifying, it's emotional, it's beautiful as well. Yeah. And I think The Dark Knight is beautiful in its own way by being so dirty and rough. And I can't take away the performance of Heath Ledger as the Joker because that is what keeps you engaged with that film the entire time. Mm -hmm. It's an incredible performance, but I have to say... I think Dunkirk, Are you going Dunkirk is the better movie. Okay, so that means we are moving into our 30 second uh, argument time uh, where we both get 30 seconds to debate and decide uh, which one's the better one. And for that, we do have a surprise guest here to make the deciding call of who is going what to win. What the fuck? So that's... <laughs> Lachlan didn't know I about this. I heard you needed some help. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Who are you going to call? It's Callie Kuna. When you need an all in bracket. She was here for uh, initial bracket uh, in episode 23. (laughs) We are now on episode 145. So it's been a while. uh, But yeah, Callie to... Are you the judge? No. Are you going to judge us? She is the judge. So you get 30 (laughs) seconds. So we're going to argue our points to... To oh, Kelly. dude, this is great. This is perfect. <laughs> oh, he's he's replanning his argument. <laughs> I've All been right, following cool. the bracket this entire like, time. Sh- should I go first, or are you going first? Yeah, because I'm gonna need to get twenty min. I need twenty minutes to get uh, to Kelly's bank details, so I can transfer her money, so I can win every single argument. <laughs> Okay, my PayPal is. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I so I'm going first. I do have 30 seconds on the timer. You can see it on the screen here. So uh, Kelly, pay close attention. Let's go. There's only one argument that needs to be made for the Dark Knight, and that is that Dark Knight might be or most likely is the best superhero film ever made, but Dunkirk is not the best war film ever made. There's not a single performance that really stands out as much in The Dark Knight as it does in Dunkirk. I know Lachlan's gonna say it's got Harry Styles and that's a good argument for your side, but it's the motherfucking Joker, Kelly. Who can, how can you not vote for the Joker? That's my 30 seconds up. Damn it, my argument has been put Uh, forward. All my cards have been played. You played all of my cards because Harry Styles was my argument, uh-huh. but the only card that you played really was the Joker in your deck. Here's the thing, that's one aspect of your film, but Dunkirk is brilliant from its sound design, cinematography, its story, its gripping in the entire way through. Sure, the performances are not from one person holding the entire line, but the entire lineup of actors keep this engaged story on the edge of your seat the entire way through. All right, that's 30 seconds up. 
Kelly. Christ, that was so short. That was so short. Okay, this, is, this is really difficult. It's short time. This All is right. really difficult. Mm -hmm. Because I like both of them. I have a clear favorite myself. Mm -hmm. Not gonna spoil it right away. Sure. But I feel like one okay. of you had the better, better arguments. Okay. And I think, based on the arguments, I would give this to Lachlan. Oh! Yes! Okay. <laughs> the upset, the upset. I think I, I stretched my sentiments. Mm -hmm. Not because of Harry Styles. Sure. But because of his good arguments. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, yeah. All right. He he outdid me in debate terms. So, and Cheers, mate. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I hope yeah, you got but those. But overall, I like the Dark Knight better. I hope you got the PayPal numbers correctly, because uh, you, you knocked out my number two seat in my ranked list uh, with the number three so seat you in and my, my ranked list. At the start, so that's fine. Remember how I said that some films of mine have been increased and some have decreased? Yeah. This rewatch of The Dark Knight was probably my least favorite viewing of it. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, hey. I love the to... movie still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a great when film. I watched it against all of his other films, I have to admit, the other films in his lineup are better than The Dark Knight. Fair. That's totally fair. And I think, you know, last time, I think The Dark Knight won a whole bracket, if I remember correctly. So this is already a big change from it. So Wow. I wow. like that. This is fun. This is fun. Uh, all right, Kelly, we'll, we'll invite you back in when we need your services. Right. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you. DM me your PayPal info. So next round, I can, I can actually <laughs> win it because I'm not going to make good arguments. Uh, all yeah, right. You, you have to improve yourself. All right. See you later. Maybe. Sure. Bye. Always, always the, the, <laughs> the, the, the uncalled for comments. That was brilliant. Uh, I'm so glad that we have a, a judge finally, so that it's not so. Yeah, because this would have been hell. This would have been hell. Um, all right, because I wouldn't have given up for the Dark Knight to be honest. Uh, all right, so let's uh, get into the second match in round two. Um, Lachlan, can you introduce us to the two contestants once again? In round two, match six, we have two films that are high concept films, you could say, mm. where when you watch it, you have to really concentrate. Those two films are Inception, coming as the winner from round one, oh, yeah. match two against Tenant, and, <laughs> and the other film is a... Magic show, the prestige. Mm -hmm. The prestige. That is right, the prestige. Ooh. Uh with Hugh Jackman, you have uh David Bowie. Christian Bale. Uh, oh my god, why uh, Christian Bale, there it is. I can't believe I forgot about Christian Bale. I always forget uh, his it, name. It's a spectacular film. I always love this film for, for Bowie. I'm gonna start getting into my 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 reasoning for my selection. The prestige is probably one of my favorite films from Nolan that I only watched a few years ago. Mm -hmm. I, I completely missed it in his filmography and I watched it when we did the first Nolan bracket, funnily enough. Yeah. Uh, and I really fell in love with it uh, early early on into the film. Uh, there was just something about it that was really exciting, especially because it was character driven for, for, for a first time in a while. I never really felt that Nolan's films always were entirely character driven. They felt that they were plot driven uh, and they had some massive uh, crazy idea that you had to get your head wrapped around. And that's obviously yeah. because films like Inception and Interstellar and uh, 
Tenant all exist as a, as a great example of his like high and, and Memento as a great example as well. Yeah. But um, Inception, I like it, but I'm not gonna lie, people love Inception. I don't love Inception. I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great solid film, and I think it's quite fun because it's got a lot of really good action in it, and I think it's got some really fun ideas and visual cues. Uh, I shouldn't say cues, but visual moments that will stay with me for a very long time from cinema. One film would outbeat Inception. We'll get to that shortly, though. But for me, The Prestige is just a better film because it has a better plot. It's beautiful, and it's going to get an extra point for Bowie. That's just that's just my personal opinion into it. So Fair. my vote is going to go to The Prestige. The Prestige. I, okay. I, would ha- I would do a magic trick for you, but I don't have a <laughs> magic done, trick. You don't have one? I, I can shoot your fingers off. Ewan, you look behind to. your ear. Oh, a bottle cap. Wow. <laughs> I actually don't have a bottle. Uh, I do have a bottle cap, but it's from like Coke. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Look, it's what happens once it like transgresses through time and space from down under. Of course. Over here. It's just natural. <laughs> Everything becomes Coke as it enters here. I'm a bit flustered because <laughs> I, I like the prestige and I like Inception. I... I wouldn't say I love either of them because to me they both got a similar a similar issue of uh, I guess being really plot focused but wanting to be character driven you know to me oh, okay. like the the character stuff in both films doesn't work like that much it's more like a revelation the stuff in prestige it's like based around a twist and a revelation it's like its own ma- a magic trick in itself in the filmmaking. And that part doesn't really have me emotionally engaged. It just has me wondering what's around the next turn. How it, how is it going to subvert my expectation and pull this trick off on me? And I feel like in its uh, overall complexion, uh, Inception is actually like pretty straightforward uh, without needing like the complicated Nolanisms of like throwing you around back and forth in in time and like throwing you for a loop. It's it's telling a pretty straightforward story. That being a, a less engaging ones uh, one that in some of his other films, but I still prefer it over the Prestige. Uh, there's like certain sequences that just stand out a bit more, and I feel like Prestige was underrated for a couple of years, but it, like now just seeing that it's higher rated than Inception just goes to show at least on Letterbox goes to show that there's a lot of love for it just slightly more for inception on my side so <laughs> uh we have to get kelly back in here because we do have back to back another uh i guess um 30 second rebuttal time kelly's yeah. back uh Are you already having issues again i feel i feel like yeah. I feel like next round is going to be We're like going fine. through marriage counseling and you're our counselor. Look, once we... The, the, <laughs> thing, the thing is, once we get through this round, I think we're pretty much maybe more on the same track. At least that's that's what I'm wishing and that's... I, I can't afford to marriage counsel anymore. So, uh, Lachlan, you go first. Your 30 seconds are up. He's arguing for the prestige. It's up against Inception. And um, yeah. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to sell you the prestige because... For me, I rate it higher, and I know it's not the better of the two films for most people, but for me, there's just a special place from the performances of Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale, 
Scarlett Johansson, Michael Caine. It's just a beautiful story of a sort of friendship and hatred ship of two gay lovers. That's right. It's Call Me By Your Prestige. I'm selling it to Kelly by talking your about her favorite up, movie. Your time's up. Stop appealing to her so much. Jesus Christ. No. Oh. Um, Lock and pull the Ewan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't I don't have anything in, in that realm. All right. I, I'm just going to hit my 30 seconds. I don't know what I'm going to say, but I'm arguing for Inception. <laughs> So, Kelly, I know this is not appealing to you because there's Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, his, his dead wife. It's one of his dead wife, one of his many dead wives that you get in Nolan films. But uh, it's the better dead wife out of the two when you compare it to, uh, I guess, the prestige. It does have like those incredibly mesmerizing sequences and it uh, is one of the more emotionally engaging films that he has got going for him. And just by the end, when he spins that thing and you're just still wondering, is it a dream or is it reality? That's movie making. <laughs> This, I, I, this is this is this is tough shit to argue in 30 seconds for a movie but uh kelly what's your decision yeah it is yeah it is yeah it is okay i'm i am very personally biased because one of those movies is is an entertaining movie that i like very much and the other one is one that i would literally die for my all-time favorite nolan film i don't i so, actually don't know which one it is my all-time favorite nolan yeah. film yeah the following <laughs> doodlebug <laughs> just yes, the three minute short film <laughs> oh tenant oh i got it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that came out later when we did our review for it that's why like in the last oh, bracket God. no kelly what's your decision okay my 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 vote this time is going to Inception, of course. Let's go! Yeah. Okay, I, I was wondering, I would be really surprised that, like, if Prestige, the Prestige were your all-time favorite Nolan film, um, <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting matchup next round. We got Dunkirk against Inception. But uh, thank you, Kelly. We'll, we'll, I think we'll get you back. I, I think we'll need you again. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start, like, asking for 50... A rate. 50 US dollars sure. for every session. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> Send me an invoice. Oh, yeah, I will. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. All right, Lachlan. It's, this, this is taking so long. So much longer than some of, us other, uh, some of the other brackets we did. Round two, match number three. Movies? <laughs> what are they? Movies are Nolan's latest Oppenheimer and mm -hmm. Nolan's first Batman movie, Batman Begins. I don't think there's much to be said uh, in this bracket. Uh, and this I don't want to say too much about Oppenheimer because we're going to be talking about uh, Oppenheimer in, oh, our, in our big, big old review. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just want to say which one's the better movie, and that's Oppenheimer. Agreed. Oppenheimer, look, let's, let's just get it over with. Let's just get all of the Batman films out of this bracket. Like what? Bye, Batman. We we can have the Dark Knight advance, uh, not advance, and then Batman begins in the semifinals. There's just something wrong about that. Yeah. Then That'd I mean, it would be an issue with the seeding, but that's what Letterbox decided, I guess. Uh, but Oppenheimer, we'll, we'll get into it a bit more. But uh, yeah, one of the better Nolan films, and then our last matchup of round two. Um, I'm just gonna say it, so we, <laughs> not taking more time. Uh, it's Interstellar. Uh, I have trouble saying that correctly because I sometimes say Interstellar and people have made fun of me for it. Uh, Interstellar. Against uh, Memento. Um, the movie that will give you short-term memory loss. 
Lachlan, you go first. Which one's your favorite out of the two? Because last time we did this bracket, you hadn't seen Memento before. I like Memento. It's really good. It's really solid. And I think it's a very, very good film. Mm -hmm. But it ain't no Inception, brother. Inception? Which is why Inception's gonna be my pick. Interstellar, you mean? What did I say? You said Inception. Interstellar? So I have short-term memory loss. I forgot what round we're doing. Yes, Interstellar. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had me there. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. We need Cully back. What? No! Cause, cause... No, you can't be picking in, like, Memento over Interstellar. No, oh, I am. Sake. I am picking Memento over Interstellar. It's an easy, easy pick. Uh, Memento is, is is my favorite Nolan film. Here, there you go. Uh, so I'm gonna argue for it. You'll have to. Uh, I, I'm actually going for it right now. Um, so I, I'm losing because I'm I'm saving it for my my argument. But um, don't 30 explain seconds, it. Just go. Thirty right, seconds. 30 go. Seconds, we don't have time. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is in Interstellar. So that means an immediate loss on my end. So I just wanna take the time and commemorate. Uh, this brilliant film, Memento, that has a pretty simple uh, premise of moving backwards and forwards. Uh, and it is just so... It shouldn't work. This movie shouldn't work. And it just works somehow so brilliantly, so perfectly, that it just shows what kind of uh, filmmaker Nolan is. So it's the quintessential Christopher Nolan film. I'm saying goodbye <laughs> to it, though. All right, Lachlan, your 30 seconds in three, two, one, go. Christopher Nolan's... Magnum opus is Interstellar. Visually, audibly, it's a masterpiece. Doesn't matter what he's done in the past, everything he's ever made has come together to make this film. He broke science, he made a black hole before we pictured a black hole. The film is about love, it's the accumulation of everything he's ever done coming into one film and making something great. Oh, fuck, you even bookended it perfectly. Fuck you, Lachlan. <laughs> okay, Kelly, what are you picking? I, I, I... Be before I get to my my uh, choice, uh -huh. you and I need to get a poster like that. Yeah, uh, these like are actually... Poster. Uh, which one? Oh, Oppenheimer poster? Oh, that's the only yes. one I got, but in a couple... I can, I can give you one at the end of August. I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Yeah. I, I can get you. And if you have a Barbie one, you can give me one as well. I don't Just have a Barbie one, and I won't be getting one, unfortunately. Okay, I got this for my theater. We're not playing fine. at my theater, but you're, you're postponing my uh, the emotional hurt I'm okay. about to experience, Kelly, so please. Please. Okay, considering that you and already gave up... and I, you No, and no, I no, 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 no. Well, I'm just... You know my history <laughs> with Memento. Uh, so... I... Callie hates black and Fittingly, white Fittingly, I forgot. <laughs> no. <laughs> we talked about this on Tuesday, so that's oh, yeah, six yeah. days ago. I said how, I oh, I've never seen Memento. Mm -hmm. And Ewan said, oh, but you watched it for the bracket that we did in 2020 or whatever that was. I said, did I? I don't remember it. <laughs> so, fittingly, I do not remember Memento at all. And since you, Ewan, gave up, my pick uh... is... Interstellar. Fair. I mean, last time it didn't. It also didn't make it into round two, but we only had like eight films in there. Uh, but mm. that means in our semifinals, we got the four films: Dunkirk, Inception, Oppenheimer, and Interstellar. And oh my god, I am, I'm, I'm, dude. It's it's our audience that needs to be okay with this. I I am not, <laughs> but it's it's okay. It's just uh -huh. like means there's a lot of great movies from Nolan. Uh, thank you, Kelly. I think. 
for the rest of this, we will probably be fine. Maybe until the finale. I hope so. I can fingers All crossed. Right. All right. Have a good one. Talk to you hopefully never again, bye. Kelly. Bye. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> All right. Uh, semi-final time. Uh, round one, uh, match one of uh, round three. Dunkirk against Inception. Um, I think you've already made your arguments pretty solidly, Lachlan, that Dunkirk is like your favorite Nolan film, maybe? Inception only got worded through because it lost out to uh, Kelly's pick. So I assume you're going Dunkirk or are you going throw me for a loop here? You bet, baby. I'm going Dunkirk. Listen, which is, I think, why the, why the matching, like the matchup here, uh, Dark Knight against Dunkirk, would have been more interesting. Because I will also be going with Dunkirk. It's a pretty easy one to vote it through to the finals. Because it is, although I did say it's not the best war film ever. I think the ceiling is higher for war films than it is for superhero films. Um, and it is a really good war film at that. Uh, so let's move on to our second final. Which is between Oppenheimer. Nolan's latest release. And uh, the modern space classic Interstellar. So, Lachlan, you can go first. What's your pick here? I reckon you can go first. Yeah, okay. Uh, let me actually have a look at my, my rating currently. Because I... Okay. So, the thing is, I do have Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer hanged Ryer... Uh, Oppenheimer hanged... <laughs> fuck. Oppenheimer ranked higher in my ranking uh, than Interstellar, because I'm not a big fan of Interstellar. I think, I think it, it, it doesn't hold up as well. I think it has always been overhyped, and I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this, but it's just not one of the greatest films of all time, in my opinion. It's just a pretty good movie, um, and I would, I would pick Oppenheimer, but for this, we would not have to bring in Kelly, because you're gonna go Interstellar, and I'm gonna let you. Uh, cause that's just the person I am. I'm giving up. Instead of fueling this debate and increasing, uh, an arms race, you know, to get a rise out of each other and ultimately, like, this Nolan Bracket would enter the world, I'm gonna agree with you on a doomed future in some other solar system and please, please not now not pick Oppenheimer. That would make me look like such a fool. But, uh, what are you gonna pick? Oppenheimer is not my pick. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. It'll okay, be so. Interstellar. Right, uh, and I'm gonna agree with that. Although I, I do prefer Oppenheimer over Interstellar. I, um, I don't need another. Like this is not something I feel really strongly about. Uh, I think that they are like pretty much on the same level when it comes to Nolan. So that means our finals, um, are between not Inception. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, we got on one side of the French site in Dunkirchen in Dunkirk, this little war masterpiece. And then uh, the space masterpiece, I guess over here with Interstellar. Uh, those are our finals. I guess. I guess. The space masterpiece, I guess. I guess. <laughs> you hate it so much. I, just like, I don't like despising it. despising this. I, 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 can, I can name countless other space movies that are better. Um, but, but it's, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Uh, so 
So I don't want to know what you want to pick, and I think we shouldn't say it, and then on the count of three, we should say our films at the same time. Okay, cool. Do you want to argue about it, or you just want to get straight into picking it? Like, three, two, one, pick. I mean, we can talk a bit more about why we picked it once we picked it, because um, it's the final round. Uh, but okay. let's just get the voting out of, out of the way. Um, so, All right. Three, three two, two, one. One. Dunkirk. Interstellar. What? Ah! What? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You, no. You knocked out the Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. my God. He has he has reached peak film, bro. I, I saw recently someone do like a a vote uh, like on TikTok with like 12 or 1500 people of what like the best movie of all time was. And somehow I think Interstellar was like, I don't know, second or even first. And it's just like, what? <laughs> what is everybody smoking? It, it's just, there's no reason it's somehow it, it it is one of the best films ever. Uh, all right. I, I mean, maybe not one of the best films ever, but it's it's it's. <laughs> Listen. Oh, and you didn't think Kelly had to come back? Look who's back now, no, baby. No, I, I was like maybe for the finale because Lachlan just pulls something, like I don't know, like some twist ending. Fucking I'm concerned. He voted for Interstellar and I voted for Dunkirk. The movie that he picked over Inception and The Dark Knight. <laughs> He's now not voting for it. <laughs> like, what is happening? Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Lachlan, do you want to go first again? Because you seem pretty set on why you picked this over the other. So I want to hear your argument first. All right. I, as I said before, Interstellar is perfect on many levels, but I want to define three things that I love it. Two are quotes. The first one is, we've always defined ourselves by the ability to overcome the impossible, and love is the only thing we're capable of perceiving that transcends dimensions of space and time. The film is about love, even though it's about space and time travel. And the final thing, and the reason I love Interstellar, is that the crying Matthew McConaughey meme picture is great. Hey, we got Barry Keoghan in this, and then he ends up dying. Isn't that great? Dunkirk. Imagine there's Harry Styles in it and he can actually act the to date best performance that Harry Styles has given. And if there's anything that, uh, you know, we want from a successful filmmaker, it is getting the pop stars into our movies. So Dunkirk on this level has just succeeded. And uh, yeah, it's emotional. It will make you cry. If you don't cry, then you think war is, war is good. Okay. You're way past your 30 seconds, mate. No, 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 and no, no. Also, not even I used the Harry Styles card. Not even I went that low. <laughs> no, I I think I think uh Kelly will have a favorite in this as well, personally. Um, but um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna hear it. You you're deciding it for quite on set. What's gonna be the best Nolan film? I mean, based on the argumentation and considering that you're really trying to appeal to me very hard is very off-putting sure i will say <laughs> but um yeah i think there's only one right answer for this and it's interstellar i think it's peak cinema and Woo! it is you know just like oppenheimer it's just the experience of cinema sure sure I, that's, yes. Okay, so <laughs> Interstellar. Th this is crazy because you predicted this is going to win in our prediction thing. Yeah. And you got it right. I and did. I like at the start, I was like, I was like to to Lux, I was like, she thought Interstellar's gonna win. That's kind of funny. Uh, and I, last and time I'm it didn't get anywhere like, clear. I was like, Jesus so Christ. So you and you and 
I want you to share your top your top listing of Nolan films with me. Is I got I got fucking face fucked, uh, <laughs> like crazy. Um, so <laughs> my list is the following: from best to worst, Memento, The Dark Knight, Dunkirk, Inception, Oppenheimer, The Prestige, Interstellar, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight Rises. Insomnia, Tenet, and following. So, <laughs> the seventh highest rated film in my uh, in my like ranking ended up winning this bracket, and Lachlan's favorite won. Um, but I, maybe maybe I'm just uh, a bit too quirky, a bit too different with my ratings. And Interstellar is so, like one of the favorites. What's your ranking? Alrighty. So I'll go from worst to to the best. Uh, I didn't have the following in here, but it'd go following. Tenant, there we are, same films at the bottom. Uh-huh. I have The Dark Knight Rises, Insomnia, mm-hmm. Batman Begins, same so far. Inception, okay. Oppenheimer, yeah. The Prestige, mm-hmm. The Dark Knight, okay. Memento, Dunkirk, Interstellar. Wait, so you had Memento really high as well. It's just like that it went up against Interstellar that it didn't have a shot. That's interesting, I because I thought like you're gonna come out like I don't know like number seven is Memento, uh, so at least you can appreciate it as well. It's just it, it's tough because there's a ton of great films from Nolan. Uh, we're also quite curious to hear from everyone watching what would make their finals not not just the winner, but maybe what would have made their finals. You can have a look at at our bracket if you wanna uh, play it out for yourself. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for everyone watching. Thanks so much, Kelly, for being our deciding tiebreaker. I, I did give up in the last round. I shouldn't have given up. I, I maybe I could have made the argument and won you over if I actually sincerely did it. But um, I feel like against Interstellar, you end up you end up losing. Uh, there was no plan A, only plan B. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to the channel here. We do more of these brackets. We do reviews and a weekly podcast. So thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time.